Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello and welcome to the Glojo podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and today we are diving deep. We're diving into the messy conversation of what to do when you want to quit everything. I'm talking about those moments when you want to explode your life, hit the eject button, bury your head in the sand, and not deal with what's going on for a plentitude of reasons. So thank you for joining me here today. I hope that you find this episode valuable. If you do, please share it with friends and family who you think would really appreciate it and enjoy this episode as well and get something from it. You know, I think we are living in weird times still. I know it's different depending on what area of the world you live in. I'm in Canada. Things are pretty strict here. And everyone just seems to be, well, and this could be me totally projecting. Maybe it's not everyone, but I think that there's a lot of people that I know who are just reaching their limit. And I know personally lately, there's been a lot of things that I've wanted to quit. And so what I share today in this episode is the process that I use when I hit these tough, rough spots in my life. So before I dive into that, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate all of you so much. If you haven't already done so, head over to Apple Podcasts. I would love for you to leave a review. I'd love to hear what you enjoy about the show and how it's helped you. I'm actually just going to take a minute and read a review right now really quick. I, I want to say a huge thank you to Squanchy11. Squanchy11, thank you for sharing your review. I'm so happy that you enjoyed the episode on celebrating. And here is what they say. Let's celebrate. Five stars. I love this episode on celebrations, celebrating the big things and the little things. I so appreciate this reminder and the journal prompts and just shining a light on this thing that I so easily overlook. Thank you so much for this fresh perspective. I'm going to go celebrate now. Squanchy 11, I hope you had a great celebration. If you want to find me on Instagram and let me know how you celebrated and what you celebrated, I would love to hear from you. You can find the links to Instagram in the show notes. And for everyone listening who hasn't listened to that episode yet, I'll make sure to link that episode in the show notes as well. All right. Kind of funny that I chose to share that review, isn't it? Because today kind of the opposite of celebrating. We really are talking about the deep, messy throes of life. And so here we go. What to do when you want to quit everything. I'm going to start off by saying that I actually think it's normal to experience this at times. Now, it's not normal if this is your experience every day. And if this is in your life, a a reoccurring thing in your life that is quite frequent, 
that's not normal. And it probably would be of service to you to talk to a professional. (laughs) So I just want to say this episode is not intended to replace professional counseling therapy um, and all that jazz. But I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, you will get a couple of really great takeaways that you can apply to your life right away to help you in this moment. And so I know for me that over the years, I've experienced the times when I want to quit, and it can be a whole range of things that I want to quit. Um, sometimes it can be a project, or I remember back in the day, a job, business, business projects, careers. It can be a relationship or relationships, and it doesn't need to be a romantic relationship. It can be all, all different types of relationships that you're just, you're at your end with and you don't know what to do and you're tired. So these waves of wanting to quit usually arise in my life when there are a, you know, I guess you could say a few scenarios or things going on. Here's what those are for me. And I'm curious to know if this resonates with you. So when I'm exhausted and depleted and drained and I feel like I just can't keep going and do anything more. Or I'll feel like I just want to hit the eject button and quit when I'm spinning in wheels, when I'm going in circles or spinning in circles and I'm putting in so much effort and hard work and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It doesn't seem to be paying off. I'm not getting to that quote unquote destination. Other times when I want to quit, it's for really you know, probably good valid reasons. The thing or the person or the project just is not aligned with me anymore. It's not aligned with who I am. It's not aligned with my personal values or my interests. Another reason is not feeling valued or understood or respected. Those are big things for me. If I'm not feeling those, I'm not going to want to stick around. I wanted to share that to begin with, to set the stage for what I personally experience when I go through these phases of, yeah, wanting to hit the eject button, I guess, to be a little dramatic. Obviously, that's not a great place. Even though I think it's normal to experience these blips in these moments in life, I don't think it's healthy to live there. I think it's good to let ourselves experience what we're experiencing, but then be able to move forward. So here are six steps that I've created to help you move forward when you feel like you want to quit. All right. Are you ready for this? Here it is. Step number one, do not, I repeat, do not make any big life decisions when you are in this state. I forget what friend shared this with me. It was years ago. And she said, Leanne, do not make any big decisions when you're on an emotional high or when you're in an emotional low. And that was honestly some of the best advice I've ever received because I am a highly emotional person. and I experience a lot of highs and lows and it can be really easy to make rash decisions when we're overcome with emotions in in the moment. And so this is always something that I remind myself of. I remind myself to pause and take a break and give myself some space. And oftentimes that space feels uncomfortable. It feels, yeah, emotional, sticky, maybe sometimes like painful emotionally and somehow physically painful as well. But I've learned that it is really important for me to stop 
and not make a big decision when I'm in this space. If you need to call a friend, put out that SOS, get on the phone with someone and have them talk you off the ledge. Now, I do want to say if you're in a position where I'll say, for example, in an abusive relationship or situation and you're in danger, then then yes, eject and get the hell out and still call a friend or a colleague or a family member or someone you trust for support. So I will say that. Okay, so step number two, after you have lifted your finger off of the red button, now it's time to actually take a look. And this might seem silly. It might seem so simple. But when you're caught up in the heat of the moment and when emotions are flowing, it can be difficult to do this. But step two is to identify why you want to quit. What the heck is going on under there? Why does this desire exist? And identify what you're feeling. And so is it, like I mentioned before, for me, sometimes I'll find myself in a situation where there's it's just out of alignment with me. And so step number two is to really identify what you're feeling and and why do you want to quit? What's leading you to, to want to quit? And so again, it could be maybe you're out of alignment with a person, a place, a thing, a project, a business. Maybe you're not feeling appreciated, understood, or respected, or honored. Maybe your needs aren't being met. And that could be emotional needs, physical needs, environmental needs, monetary needs, mental, like emotional, sort of that psychological or like the needs for your mind. And now oftentimes when our needs aren't being met, and this is where it can get a little tricky, we usually play a role in that because it can be really difficult to identify the needs that we have and to be able to communicate those in a clear, calm way that the other person is going to understand and be open and receptive to. And at the end of the day, we really do need to be able to take care of our own needs and our own emotions, you know? And so part of this process and really figuring out like what the heck is going on, it's going to help you to take care of yourself and communicate what you need better in the future. Okay. So now on to step three. Step three is identify the trigger. What the heck happened to make you feel this way? Now, this is similar to step number two, sort of saying like, why do you want to quit? And that emotion, really, we're talking about identifying what you're feeling. But step number three is different because it's identifying the trigger. What is the thing that happened to make you feel that way and to make you want to quit? Again, was it a person? Was it a place? I feel like we're talking about a lot of nouns here. Um, But being able to identify a specific moment, or maybe it's a compilation of a lot of moments over time that have built up. I can think of a situation I was in a couple of years ago, and there was a lot of buildup. And it was like, it really was the best thing for me to do to remove myself from that situation. And when I looked at it, I'm like, why the heck didn't I do that sooner? That's just ridiculous. And that leads me to step number four. And this is what I was not doing. And, you know, I'd like to think everything happens for a reason. And I'm sure there's a lot of great reasons why I stayed there as long as I did. But I do wonder how things would be different if I would have left there sooner. And so step number four is validate your feelings. Validate your feelings. 
don't make yourself wrong for feeling what you're feeling. I'm going to do an episode on this because I've had this experience many, many times where I'll feel guilty or ashamed or embarrassed or like there's something wrong with me because of the experience I'm having and the feelings I'm having. And I think that a lot of times this is, can come from a lot of different reasons, society, our upbringings, our own internal programming, but oftentimes emotions are questioned or they're not understood or we're made to feel wrong for what we feel for a variety of reasons. And so that's why step number four is so important. Validate your feelings. Don't make yourself wrong for feeling the way you feel. Now on to step number five. Be gentle with yourself. Give yourself time. Give yourself space. Give yourself whatever it is you need to heal or relax or calm down or start to feel grounded and centered again in your being and healthy physically, mentally, spiritually. Be gentle with yourself and be patient with yourself. All right, now onto step number six, and this is the final step. Step number six is once you've calmed down, once you've taken care of yourself and you've, you're in a place where you can be resourceful and your mind is working again, you're not in that super fight or flight mode. I want you to identify one thing you can adjust in your life to make it a little bit better. I don't know about you, but I know for me, when there's a lot of changes that I want to make in my life or when things really don't feel aligned or right in a lot of places, it can seem like I have this surmountable mountain in front of me. And it can be really, really overwhelming when we envision how the heck am I going to go from where I am right now and how I feel right now to the top of that mountain and where I want to be and how I want to feel. That can just add to the, it adds fuel to the fire and not in a good way. It can be overwhelming. It can be stressful. It can start to bring you down and spiral you down. That's why it's about identifying one thing that you can adjust. It doesn't even need to be something that you can change because change can be hard. Change can be scary. Change can take a lot of energy. This is about identifying one thing you can adjust so that you feel just a little bit better because it's not realistic to expect yourself to be able to go from feeling down in the dumps and like just rolling around in the muck to being on cloud nine. So be realistic with yourself, be gentle with yourself and find that one thing that you can do. So this is one thing that you can actually do that you can take action on and make that adjustment to your life. Now, sometimes you might know that there's a big adjustment that needs to be made. Maybe it's quitting a job. Maybe it's leaving a relationship. Maybe it's having some really difficult conversations. Whatever it is, trust and know that what is coming up in your life right now is coming up for a reason. That reason is because you are ready. You are capable. You have what you need to deal with what is going on in your life right now. You can do it. And just because you identify the thing you need to adjust doesn't mean you need to do it right now or today or tomorrow. 
but just know that it is coming up in your life because it is time for a change. It is ready for something to be adjusted. And so you don't want to live your life like you want to quit your life. You don't want to live your life like you want to explode your life. And so if this is going on for you, if this is your experience, this is an invitation for you to take a closer look at some things that you can adjust and that you can refine because life is a process and this is a journey. We are not the same person every single day. We're always changing. We're always growing. Our life is always changing. And so it makes sense that we need to take time to stop and reassess what's in our life and make those adjustments as necessary. So you're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a sensitive feeling person in a messy world. That is a variation of a Glennon Doyle quote. I absolutely love her. And you're going to get through this. You really will. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the Glojo community. I appreciate you and I'm so excited to see you here next week. If you'd like to connect in the meantime, head over to theglojo.com. You can sign up and join the Glojo newsletter. I'm also excited to announce that when you join the newsletter, you will get access to a fun little free gift that my team and I made for you. So make sure you go check it out, get your free gift and Again, connect with me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And you can take screenshots using this new gift. Any idea what it is? All right. I'll see you next week. Bye for now.